of the land. With your hosts, Ivan and Lorraine, on this show, we're going to talk about landscaping, business, entrepreneurship, empowering young men and the youth, credit, and life. Let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is to whenever you're watching this podcast. We're here with Law of the Land, with your hosts, Ivan and Lorraine, brought to you by Triple I Landscaping Incorporated, where personal lawn maintenance with a, with a personal touch to help you grow a better tomorrow. And Spearman's Lawn Care, LLC, what you got to say sir, today, sir? Oh, my goodness. Welcome to Spearman's Lawn Care. What quality and customer service is our number one goal? Log on to Spearman's Lawn Care today at spearmanslawncare.net. You can also give us a call at 248-809-9227. That was a word from our sponsors. All right. How's everybody doing tonight? I hope everyone is doing pretty well, and we're going to go ahead and get started here. Ivan, uh, what's on the agenda tonight? Tonight we're talking about relationships. Oh, wait a minute. Slow down, people. We're not talking about boyfriend, girlfriend. We're not talking about pets. We're not talking about family relationships. We're talking about business relationships. We're going to get into things of customer relations, employees, everything about relationships to help your business operate. Because let's be bottom line, relationships can make or break your business. Yeah. It can be it set you on top or can put you on the bottom. Yeah. No matter how you look at it, you got to have some form of relationships. Need they be good or bad? You don't have to like the person, but you have to respect the person, and they have to respect you as well. So I think we're going to dive into it, and I want to start off just me personally. You can have your own thing. Let's talk about that customer relationship from the time you meet that customer to the time that you, you know, close the deal or you sign the contract or however it may be. I mean, relationships between you two have to have some type of energetic flow because if it doesn't, what happens? You, that's not money in oh, your pocket. Oh, that's not money. Yeah. It's not money in your pocket. So if I'm going to and I meet, I get his estimate, and I got to make sure I'm professional. I say, hey, I'm going to get back to you within a day or two. Mm-hmm. I try to get back to him that first day because I try to do the estimate that night. Mm-hmm. But let's be real. It doesn't always get happen that way. Right. You know, things happen. So, but you want to build a, a cordial relationship so that when you go to the neighbor or you go to the def- ne- next business, they say, oh, well, this guy, he was this. So, or they even refer you. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you go about doing your, your, your business relationships from initial start? Well, an initial start, um, pretty much once we go ahead and give that estimate, 
we try to make sure that we follow up with these guys, you know. And when we say we follow up, far as on initial estimate, like I said, first day, uh, we'll try to do it. We'll give we'll tell them the two days as well. But then the turnaround, we'll try to do it that night or the next day. Now, normally, um, you may not hear back from that customer or going to be client, you know. So at that point, you, like we said, we follow up with them, give them a phone call, shoot them an email, let them know, hey, you know, uh, did you take a look at your estimate, uh, the proposal? Did you are you interested on moving forward? If you are, you know, these this is the requirements that we will uh, require for us for completing the job. And not only just completing the job, this is what we're going to do. And then this is what we require for us from you. So at that point, when we set the boundaries of what we're going to do and how things are going to be done, then now the client is aware of what's taking place or how the job is going to be completed. And then they normally they come right back at that point because a lot of them just need some clarification on uh, how the job is going to be performed. And once that job, once they give us the go ahead, then now uh, we know what we're going to do, what day they're going to be on the schedule uh, from there, as far as for however the payment uh, process is going to take, as far as on the documentation, as far as what they see. Now, one thing that I have noticed uh, throughout the years is, of course, you know, we give them our word on the things that we do. You know, that's our guarantee or our promise. But what we always do as our companies is we make sure we put it on paper to make it uh, legit, legal, however that you wouldn't want to say about that. So now you can't say, oh, yeah, well, you didn't say this or you didn't say that. Yes, I said all of those things. Now, at the same time, on that estimate uh, or that proposal, you saw what we was at, what we actually indicated on there. And then this is the same thing that we talked about while we were talking face to face. So now if you had any hiccups or any problems with that estimate or what was said, here's the time to speak up about it. Yeah. Now, one of the programs that I use for that particular reason is that you have to sign it and send it back approved. Yes. If it's not signed and sent back approved, then I'm going to sit like you never want the work done. Yeah. You can send me text, say, hey, go ahead, do it. I'm not about to do it. Not at all. Because text messages is not really, in my opinion, it's just a, not a legal binding contract. Right. It's just that we can talk about it. But when I send you that email, you got to sign and approve. That's what that section is for. Yeah. Now, I go with my business relationships. I try to keep everything on the same plan level. Mm-hmm. Regardless if it's family, regardless if it's a friend, regardless if it's a total stranger, I try to keep everything on the same playing level, keep it at a business level. Mm-hmm. Regardless of a personal relationship, I'm not going to jeopardize my business by not doing my business, right. handling business. If we decide to say, I'm going to take this job, it may be for a friend, but guess what, friend? You got to sign this contract. Yes. You got you to gotta review this estimate. You got to do this. And we're like, well, why you do that? That's your that's your cousin or that's your friend. Y'all been knowing each other for 30 years. It doesn't 40 matter. Years. It doesn't matter when it comes down to business. Yeah. There, there's no friends in business. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think a, a multimillionaire going to say, hey, just because you're my friend, you know, you don't have to sign this contract for, for, for this building I need you to build because mm-hmm. we're buddies. Mm-mm. No, he's going to make you sign that contract. Exactly. I'm, 
I'm not one to say, hey, we, we good. Don't handshake. It's not the 60s no more. No, it's not. I need it in writing because if it's not in writing, then now you want to turn around and sue me for not doing what I'm supposed to do or something that's not, not in the contract. And you call it a breach of contract. So I done did $60,000 worth of work and did nothing because you said I breached the contract. Yeah. But you know what, Ivan? I think these a lot of these things, while we put these places into contracts or our clients or customers, whomever, is because of the simple fact of our experiences. And not just because of the direct experience that we may have encountered, but just it's legal. And this is the right thing to do because we're professionals. So and we have a we have a company. So now that cousin, that brother, that sister, that mom, mother-in-law, whomever. Now, they may come at us and say, hey, didn't you say you was going to go ahead and do X, Y, Z? And we're like, yeah, we we were going to. Yeah, we are going to do that now. But the contract says this and it says all those things that we were going to prepare and do for these guys. But at the same time, you know, uh, like in the past, I had some uh, uh, I'll say I had some hiccups far as for. I did some extra work for some uh, relatives, okay? And everything was in the contract of what was going on. Put something else extra in there that I've I've done, okay? Nothing on this contract. This was just supposedly helping these guys out, okay? So when I did the extra work, they didn't appreciate it. Now, when I did that extra work, what they wanted is, in essence, to that extra work, they said, well, hey, uh, couldn't you do this too? You know, why you were doing that? And it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You pay for all these uh, things that's on the contract, which is the work that we guaranteed and we done and we completed. But now we did something extra because we saw a need for something, which mm-hmm. is what we shouldn't have done. But we did it because the simple fact it was there and it was quick and, you know, we just wanted to look at the, look a certain way before we left. But um, it was completed, and then now they wanted extra work in addition to that. So then now we had to actually explain to them additional work, which the states on the contract is an additional cost. So they get that and they understood that. But they were just trying to say, oh, well, see if they can pull a fast one. Now, mind you, this wasn't this was an employee that was out there. But this was a relative. So they feel as if they can talk to the employee and say, oh, well, I know the owner. So the owner said that this is fine. It's no, 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 that's not how it goes. If we have an issue or it's anything, you don't talk to anyone that's in the field or any of the clients. I mean, the of the employees or the team members, what you do is you go ahead and call the office. And you route that out to these guys if it's something additional that needs to be done. And that way we can bill you for that extra cost. Well, you know, I tease my mom all the time and I tell her, you out of my service area and you didn't want to sign a contract. Yeah. (laughs) 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 But needless to say, her grass get cut. Yeah. (laughs) And edged. Right. I'm like, well, these freebies now. (laughs) (laughs) But. You have to set guidelines and you have to have a base of what what we're doing here. You know, contracts, relationships are very, very important. They are. 
Sometimes you just you, you're building a rapport with somebody not for today's work, but for tomorrow's work. Exactly. I'm not I'm not always here to get the job or steal the job from this guy that's, that's doing it now. Mm -hmm. I'm here for when he mess up. Or you're not happy with the service because I wouldn't have been here in the first place if you was totally happy with the service because you looked me up. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving a bid, giving an offer. Now you can tell me yay or nay for the next year. I'm not going to take a job from a man who already has a contract. Right. Now, if they whatever they got to do, a, a null and void, I'm not just going to take over his contract. That's just that's just me personally. That's my own ethics. That's the right thing to do. So, yeah. but I build relationships. I'm not dressing for the job that I have today. I'm going to say that all, all again. I'm dressing for the job that I want. Exactly. So with the equipment, you'll hear me say that numerously. So with the, even with the equipment that I buy, the things I do, the way I approach, the way I talk to people, the, you know, the professionalism, the uniform, these are so when you know and you see, you identify it with professionalism. Yeah. So when I go over to this company, they say, oh, them guys was professional. They did uniforms. They they did a good job. They blew the grass off. Everybody's not going to like our work. Mm. We're not going to like to work for everybody. Right. But to build a future, you got to have some form of relationship. Right. Grass is going to grow regardless if we cut it or not. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to cut it. Yeah. So within the business that we're in, you got to be able to say, What's lined up because nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. You got a five-year contract. They'll just pay you out and get somebody else sometime. Yeah. Or sometimes they'll find a way to breach the contract and not pay you. So you just going to go off because they want to get their friend in it, you know. Mm -hmm. I done had a lot of different things where I went into different companies. They, they loved my bid. They loved my work. They heard about me from somebody else. But then they called back and we going with this company here. But my initial contact person would call me and say, well, that's their cousin or this, that, or that's right. their, their friend they grew up with. And this is a lot of the other cultures that, do, that does that. Mm -hmm. Even our cultures, you know, but you can't be mad about that. You just got to keep yourself lined up and professionalized for the next client to come. Yeah. It's enough grass for everybody. It's a billion-dollar industry. You it's know? enough grass for everybody. Like I say, I mean, these relationships are, are, are grand in some senses, and we always one contract away from being the multimillionaire. Yes, indeed. One contract away. You don't know what it's going to be. It could be the, the residential that you got, that they own something else and say, hey, you know what? Why don't you handle this for me? Because you handle this well. Mm -hmm. So you got to keep your prof professionalism. You got to keep your relationships good that you can keep good. All of them you can't keep good. Right. Let, let's be realistic. You know. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, it's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday, but some of them I had to cut loose. Yeah. So I, I really, really do agree that we have to have a, a, a strong stance. Your price got to be your price. Your, your professionalism got to be your professionalism. Your integrity got to be your integrity. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Stand if it's going to it. take you a minute to get to it, let the client know, hey, I can get to it, but it's not going to be tomorrow. Right, communication. It's going to be, I'm a couple of weeks out, maybe three weeks out. Mm -hmm. 
You know, they can respect that more than no you, call you, back. You, you no. keep shooting them yeah. the shive and and, and and like, hey, uh, yeah, I'm gonna get to it. I just and you always giving them excuses why you didn't get there. Not professional, no. I mean, come on, we out here. You got lawnmowers to break. You got you run into traffic. Anything may happen. You just let the cut communicate. Me, I got a newsletter. Mm-hmm. If something happens, I send out a newsletter. If we got a rain day, I send out a newsletter. If we got, you know, I'm not cutting on this day for scheduled maintenance, mm-hmm. I send out a newsletter. Everybody's not going to get service every week. Right. But so, that's just communication. Yeah, you just yeah. got to communicate. That's the relationship I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I mean, we have other relationships in this business. And one of the biggest relationships is employee relationships. Yes, yes. One of the biggest relationships is employee relationships. And I'm going to say it one more time. One of the biggest relationships is employee relationships. Yes. Because you got some employees that are family. Yeah. And they think they can do what they want, come late, do this, but then... When that truck leave and they ain't on it, they realize it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you have employees that, that some get too comfortable, some just come late, some don't show up at all. Some you, I call the, the payday employees. Yes, yeah. Because if they get paid, not, not see them. you ain't going to see them yeah. first two days of next week because yeah. they still got some money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Then when they need some money, they say, well, let me come and come to work. Then I made my check short. Well, you ain't been here for two days. Or three. Or you missed this whole week. Mm -hmm. You know, we have different jobs that we do, and some jobs pay more than us. Our regular cut jobs, you know, that's that's what you got. That's your standard check. But then if we're doing mulch, trimming, you know, projects, a driveway, a patio, anything, you get more money. Mm -hmm. But you got to be here to get it. I mean, we, we have these relationships when we try to talk to them, but then they get comfortable. At some point, you, you're buying them lunch, you're picking them up, and you're doing mm-hmm. all this, and they expect it. Yeah. Then when you don't do it, they're looking at you like, oh, you changed. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah. No, it's just I'm running a business now as opposed to a friendship to chuck in the trucks. We just ride together. Right. No, I got payroll. I got, you know, I got overhead. When I say overhead, I got fuel. I got blades. I got oil. Yeah. I got equipment. When equipment breaks that you done broke. Mm-hmm. Either I got to fix or I got to take it to the shop. And it ain't free. No, you still got to keep going. Yeah. It, it, this stuff is not free. I, I mean, I had to get two chainsaws fixed oh, yeah. <laughs> yesterday. I, I yeah, picked I them up today. Get... I mean, like, goodness gracious. We didn't even use a chainsaw this Mm-mm. week. <laughs> you couldn't even tell me you nicked the gate or something? Come right, on. Right, anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do understand it. And. With me having some family as, as employees, mm-hmm. because my business is supposed to be a family-ran, family-operated business. Right. But our family's not a good fit for my business. I had to go out and get some other people. Yeah. I had to. So, and, and once again, our relatives ain't family. And some right. friends are more Sometimes more friends are better. Yeah. yeah. More family than relatives. But yeah. You're going to get some family, well, why can't you hire such and such? You know he need a job. And it's not about hiring him. It's not a, exactly. He got to want to come to work. Yeah, he has to want it more than we want. I can show you how the job needs to be done. Yeah. But I can't show you how to work. Right. So 
those relationships are very important and put a strain and stress on your business. Yeah. And it put a strain and stress on you because you got to go home and figure this out. How you going to tell mommy you done fired her son, your right. brother, because he ain't doing right. <laughs> right. Because she asked you to hire him in the first place. Right. I mean, in, in retrospect. Yeah. You know, how you going to call Thanksgiving going to be kind of funny acting, you know, when you're around the table and you have to fire two of your other cousins because mm-hmm. they ain't want to show up to work. Because right. they think, oh, this family, I'm straight. Right. I come and, anytime. Yeah. And then they don't have work and then they want, want top dollar. Yeah. How I'm going to forge you? How I'm going to afford you when you don't want to work? That's a complicated thing. You want me to pay you like, and then you want me to pick you up, feed you lunch, pay you top dollar. Ford ain't doing none of that. Mm -mm, No. Chrysler ain't doing none of that. No. And once the small businessman get to the mindset of employee relations, Mm -hmm. then you're going to look, wow, my business is growing. Yeah. Because I'm running it like a business. Yeah. Even though it's family owned, family operated. I'm running like a business. Right. So everybody's on payroll. Nobody's getting paid under the table. Yeah. If, if, you know, you got to get to the truck. Yeah. I even bring the truck part of the way, so meet me. Meet you there, yeah. Get to the truck. Yeah. By this time. If you ain't there, the truck got to roll. Yeah, got a deadline. We got to get to these clients. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm not trying to be out here 8 o'clock at night cutting grass. Oh, no. I I, oh, I, I don't know about you, but that's yeah. not what I'm trying to do. Not at all. No. So your, your employee relationships mm-hmm. are very important in my retrospect. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you have to deal with in your company mm-hmm. because we're not in, in anybody's trunk every time. We, we run across each other out there all the time. Hey, mm-hmm. we on the same block. Yeah. <laughs> but you have your own issues that you got to deal with, you know. And kind of tell the people what you have to deal with. Well, you know, as far as the, on a daily basis, uh, you have the lateness as well. You know, that that's really key. You know, if we have to be at a job at 730, say, for instance, okay, we may come to the office 630, 7 o'clock to get prepared so we can go actually out to the uh, site, whatever we need to be at, as far as whether it's a project or if it's just some lawn maintenance. We get that addressed, and uh, every now and again you may run across of an employee that, that's late. Now, normally the employees would call and tell us that, hey, you know, we're running a little late. You know, stuff happens. Life happens. We understand. We get that. But this is for the individuals that family is most case is most cases that won't call you. They won't call you, pick up the phone. They'll just get there when, you know, when the ship sails, you know, they'll they'll actually uh, you're just driving off or something like that. And they'll get there or they'll call you and say, hey. What site are you guys on? You know, we'll we'll meet you over at the site. And you're sitting here and you're saying, that's not how this operates. We not, don't operate that way. Not professional. You got outside cars pulling up to the site. Exactly. You know, these customers, they're looking and saying, well, what are these cars doing over my house? You know, what is going on? You know, that's very unprofessional. So you you have to pull the team members to the side and explain to them, say, hey, look, you know, that's not what we are about. You know, things happen. We understand that. We know that. But look, we have to be on time. We we can't be delaying this or delaying that. We need you just as well as you guys need us, you know, and, and we love the fact that we're here for you just as well as you're here for us. But we have to just have a good relationship and that good relationship is being respectful and professional. Um, 
I can even say far as for one of my family members that I had actually hired uh, some time ago, you know, they they were we had a project. We had a most job that we had to do 25 yards. OK, didn't even show up. Now, they knew this months in advance. They knew this a few days just to calling them back, just checking on them, just to make sure that they're going to be out for the job, this, that, and the other. So they actually said, hey, you know, because, uh, again, we do payroll. We don't do the under-table stuff. So they said, hey. And, and they work with us mainly just on projects. So they said, hey, um, uh, can we get that under the table? You know, we got some stuff going on. And so now you want to change the way that the business goes. You can't change the way that we operate. This is the way that we go. You can't go to Ford or something and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm on, I know I'm a W-2 employee, but you guys think that since I got this special thing that's going on or whatever, whatnot, can you just pay me under the table so tax guy doesn't know what's going on, IRS doesn't know? We can't do that. You can't try to force someone to redo their business or, or restructure their business just because you have a situation. You have to take care of your business. You have to take care of your situation. Well, one of the things that that helps me dealing with employee relations is employee handbook. Yes, write it all out. It's it's spelled out for you. Yeah, number it. I don't care if it's one sheet, three pages, little small, little goofy thing, but it explains to the what is and what's not. Mm -hmm. And you give that, you read it. They say, well, I ain't got my full check. Did you read the employee handbook? You yeah. you, you wasn't here on time. Mm-hmm. Every time that you're not here, you're deducted. Mm-hmm. So every hour you're not here, I'm deducting that hour. You know, if we if you one of the ones that's on a on a daily pay scale, I'm gonna deduct I'm gonna deduct the hourly rate. So now you're looking like, well, I'm, I'm short. I'm here. Read the employee handbook. Mm-hmm. We're going to sit down. We're going to go over it together so I know you understand it because I'm going to ask you. Yep. Do you understand this? Then you got to sign it as well. Yeah. yeah. You come out of uniform. Do you understand why I'm deducting pay? Mm-hmm. Don't give me, if you're late and you, on, you ain't at the meeting spot, the truck got to roll. Yeah. Because the business don't make money. If the wheels on that truck is not rolling. Exactly. And you got to realize travel time from house to house is no, it's dead time because we're not making money. Right. We only making money when a lot more wheels are rolling and, you know, we cutting yards or we edging or we doing a job. Mm -hmm. So, but we got to get to the job and that's a cost effective with your gas and everything else. Yeah. And if I got to sit here and wait on you 30, 40 minutes. That's 30, 40 minutes out of my day. Lost. That's putting me back, getting me caught in different traffic jams mm-hmm. and this and that, depending on where I'm at. And then it's taken away from my family time. Right. Yeah. My family time, you know, you, know, you got kids and sports and stuff like that. It, I can't get them to practice. Right. Can't pick them up from practice. Mm-hmm. Can't take them to camps because I done ran 40 minutes late waiting mm-hmm. on you. And then you want me to pay you full time, and you done took away from me. Doesn't work that way. We start these business so we can have more family time, but we put more time into it to get to the more family time. But you got to spend a year or two so you can have the rest of your life relaxing. Mm-hmm. 
So, but the employees, they don't care about that. What they care about, they come in, they get paid, they go home. Right. Regardless if it's your, your cousin, your brother, your sister, anything. And you think you should be able to count on them. Yeah. Or if it's just a perfect stranger that you got off indeed. Yeah. You know, you think you can count on them. But we can't teach work ethic. We can't. And that's the, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. You know, you have to see work ethic. You have to, I can show you the job, but I can't teach you how to work. Yeah. How many times have I haven't said that already? Yeah. I can show you the job, but I can't teach you how to work. So your business employee relationship is very important for day-to-day operations. Yes. So now another area of 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 operations. And we're going to recap on all this again is business to business. Oh yes. Yeah. Now from running this, this podcast show, we have to deal with a different type of business. Mm-hmm. Even I got to deal with another landscaping business. So if I can't handle something, I say, Hey, Ryan, can y'all go over there and handle this for me? Mm-hmm. You know, or Hey, look, this too big for me. Let's team up and let's get it together. Right. You know, we got to have those type of relationships. Yeah. Because if we don't, when I got to go out of town, I got to do something with my kids, how are my customers going to get service? Right. How are they going to get quality service? Right. You just, you just can't get anybody to do it. Yeah. You got to be able to have a business relationship with somebody that's going to take their time. They're going to cut like you cut. They're going to edge like you edge. They're going to blow like you blow. I mean, to make sure that the client is, is clean when you leave. When you get back and you putting everything on the truck, you want to look back and make sure that yard is clean. Yes, indeed. If that yard ain't clean, you ain't did your job. Not at all, no. And, but you need a relationship with somebody who got that same attitude and mentality. You know, I got a few of them friends that, you know, they got my back. Mm-hmm. But in the same sense, I got their back as well. That's how it's supposed to be. I mean, that's a perfect relationship business to business now when we sitting here and we 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 know we got quality we got good quality we got good professionalism we're gonna it's gonna be the exact same and you're not gonna even be able to tell the difference you know that's what you love about the relationships because i know for a fact if you're on the same property that i'm servicing it's going to have the same touch that i always have and vice versa it'll have the same touch that you have and we have to look at ourselves and, and understand as businesses, this is what we want. You know, this is what we need, you know, because if you don't have those quality businesses, uh, relationships, business to business, then you can have a problem. You know, a successful business always wants to have a quality relationship with another business or a few businesses. Because, I mean, not, all the, not only that we may be bartering, but at the same time, we're making sure that we're good because we got further relationships that we're going to actually have, you know, with different avenues of things. You know, it may not just be with the landscaping. It may just go ahead and be off on something else, you know, maybe on real estate or 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 uh, something else of that nature. So we just don't know where you're going with a lot of these things until you actually get entrenched into uh, knowing that other business person and not just on the business level, you can sometimes bring it down to the uh, personal level. Once you have a excellent, a great business uh, uh, level together as well. And you just know that you guys are, are, are great, you know, at the same time. So you know that you have each other's back and which is key. So, but at the same time, 
we can understand each other on, hey, I have this going on. You have that going on. I have you. You out of town. I have you covered. You you got these. You got fifty jobs. You can't get to all fifty jobs. Hey, we're here. We can't get to all fifty jobs. Hey, you're there. We're a team. You know that's what at the end of the day that's what we have to actually make sure uh, that we're we're here for each other because we'll, we will not fail as businesses. We will make sure that we will not fail. Let me say that again. We will not fail. So. That there is a um, a key thing that we need to take in uh, keep in context as what we do. As long as we put our proper tangibles in place. Yeah. We set ourselves up for success. Yes. As long as we put our proper tangibles in place, we set ourselves up for su- success. Mm-hmm. I done been through many trials and tribulations. We learn as we go along. Mm-hmm. I have, I bake, I cook, you know, so I do that on the side as well. Mm-hmm. But once I get this landscaping running where it's supposed to be, I'm going to take that venture as well. Mm-hmm. But you got to use one thing to, to get to another. Yeah, the catapult to so something else. Yeah. Your business relationship, I may be cutting the guy. At the restaurant equipment store. Mm-hmm. So when it's time for me to buy restaurant equipment, he like, "Hey, don't worry about it. Let me let me look out for you." Have you covered? Because I didn't get gave a personal relationship, a personal business relationship with him. Mm-hmm. You know, on on this end, and he's if he's very receptive to my to my professionalism, mm-hmm. that flows over to everything that we do. Yes. If I'm receptive to his professionalism, that flows over to everything we do. business relationships is not one way right it can't be because this is the way i want it Mm -mm. it's a give and take game we have to compromise in this and and it's not going to be everywhere i want it i can turn down clients i have no problem i do it all the time yeah because it's not a perfect fit for the company Mm -hmm. it's not a perfect fit but everything ain't going to be perfect. Right. But it's not that good fit. Yeah. So I have in the middle of contract, you know, and I went to him. I said, you know, we might as well sever this contract. Yeah. And I and I put them in my contract to say, hey, this is not working out. Yeah. So I'm not breaching because I'm telling you. Because we have some clients that want you to go above and beyond of what they're paying for. Right. You know, like even just on a residential, can you weed whip them uh, weeds out of the flower, out of the flower bed? beds or yeah, cracks in the, sim- the yeah, sidewalk? You know, I say, ma'am or sir, that's extra. That is extra. I yeah. said, if we go, we may do it once or twice for a courtesy, mm-hmm. but then when you're expecting it every week, oh no, no, no. Yeah. Well, they they did it last time. They're not supposed to, right? That's why you talk to me and not to them. Exactly. That's why you call <laughs> the office. And, and, and I tell them, I tell my employees, look, we don't go in flower beds. We charge more. Yeah. Well, she just said, no. Can't do that. You direct everybody to me. Yeah. You know, and then I'll explain. I'll take the lump. If we lose the contract, we lose the contract. Yeah. But we can't constantly give out the free hookup work. Right. Because we go out of business and we yeah. do I mean, that all day. 
if I'm weed whipping everybody's flower bed, how much mixed gas am I going through? Yeah, yeah. That means I got to do, I got to fill up more. Right, gas, labor. Yeah, and then yeah. it's I, taking more time. Yeah. And with this business, time equals money. Exactly. That, that's our main our main thing. Hold on, we got a caller coming in. Let's see. All right. Caller. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going, Ivan? What's going on, Rich Rich, my man? Hey, man. Just um, letting you know I was just checking you out. And, um, man, y'all doing a fantastic job. And um, the information y'all are giving is gold. Love it. Man, I appreciate that. I appreciate, appreciate that. Appreciate you. No, just a little history on this caller, man. Him go way back since, like, Cadillacs and Four Flats and Knee High to Grasshoppers. No, church oh, buddies. Man, longer than that. <laughs> so we, we, we grew up together in the church. Families so close-knit that it's family. Beautiful. beautiful. So, you know, I appreciate you, man. I, I really do. Thanks for the call in. No, I know I'm gonna get the criticism later. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, man. Just just keep on doing what y'all doing and giving information, man. And I'm telling you, it's like I said, it's gold. gold. Man, I appreciate that. Thank I you really so much. Do. Yes. All right, take it easy. All right, you too. Now. now, thank you. Man. Relationships. And yeah, that, it says it all. It <laughs> says it all. Relationships, man. I mean, that's why this is very important. It may not be as exciting as everything else. Yeah. But it's important. You got to have relationships to navigate through life. You got to have relationships to navigate through corporate America. Yeah. I mean, you got to play their game. You know what, Ivan, though? I've experienced that sometimes when you're giving free information, people don't want it. I mean, then when you're actually charging them for the information, they all in and they want to they wanna be the first one to know this and do this and that. And... You know, to me, that's a little upside down because I, I'm sitting here and I said they sometimes they don't because they don't value the free information. Well, one thing they think the free information is not valid. Yeah. They think you're just talking from opinion. Yeah. But we do have packages for you all out there that, that if you want to come, we got coaching calls. We got tutorials. We got training. Yes. That stuff do cost. Yes. No, we show you how to do certain things. You know, I'll show you how to work as a one-man crew. When you got people who don't even show up to work. Yeah. No, it's certain things. How you may have to use the whip to edge that week to save you time because it's just you. Mm-hmm. So, but we build those relationships and, and and things of that nature with with those people who want to come in for that. Now, if you want a tutorial, you contact us. We. We'll take you step by step, show you how to do contracting, show you how to start your business, show you how to do everything. Yes. But in the same sense of it, we're going to give you as much as we can free so you can start your own. Right. Yeah. That's a good way to actually get them going. And mm-hmm. Because a lot of people actually want to start a business, but they're scared to start a business because they just don't know how to. And we're here to do that for you. Well, And a lot of times it's not just not knowing how to. It's the comfortability of that check that comes in every week. Or right, every week. right. You know what you're going to get every, every week, week. Uh, every yeah. two weeks, because that's what you've been doing for 20 years. Right, yeah. And you're scared to step out there to say, well, whatever I do now is what's going to feed my family. Right. Because you're depending on somebody else to feed your family. Yeah. But one thing I always tell my nephews your boss, I never pay you enough money to be his neighbor. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, how is it if if I'm the boss or you the boss and you paying me enough money and I can move right next door to you, you as a boss doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. You as an owner doing something wrong. Totally. Yeah. Now, if you choose to stay in that area where you at or whatever, that's a that's a horse of a different nature. But in reality, you go work for Ford. You ain't about to move next door to Martha. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. No, you go work, you know, for anybody else, you know, quick and longs. You ain't about to be hanging out working next door to Dan Gilbert. Right, yeah. You know, these are things that that, that you got to understand. Yeah, they may pay you good. They may pay you for your experiences, this and that. Corporate America is teaching you how to go to work for somebody else. Right. Teaching you how to be an employee. And entrepreneurship is teaching you how to survive on your own. Yeah. But that's how these different relationships have to work for you. When you... When you go to corporate America and you learn a game and you move and groove with them, mm-hmm. they say, well, you let me apply this to my own and see how it works. But you got to get there to apply it so they know how it works. So once you move it and you got it, you got an understanding of it, and you take your business to the next level, now you're not the employee, you're the employer. Mm-hmm. Tax ID number is different. Oh, totally. Yeah. You're using a tax ID number as opposed to a social security number. Right. But now your relationships is different. I'm not going in asking you, can I have this job or can I have this promotion? No. I'm coming in telling you this is what I offer. This is how I offer it. This is why I offer it. And this is what I can do. Right. If I can't do it, if you don't like it, you don't like the price, I move on to the next one. Right. But the relationships, the, the relationship is different. From being an employee to being an owner. Yeah. And that's some of the things that we talk about here is the relationships. Today, we're talking about relationships in any aspect of business. When you go into the car dealer, most people go to the same salesman as long as that person is there. Yeah. Not to say he's any better, any worse than anybody else. But you're comfortable when you build the relationship and he done told you or he saved you a dollar or two on this car. Or he's like, hey, look, we got to go it this way because this car ain't that good. And so you deal with him. Mm-hmm. I've been dealing with the same car dealership, the, the, pretty much the same salesman for 30-some years. Yeah, yeah. We built a relationship. Yeah, he's selling cars. I'm buying a car. Mm-hmm. But he made it comfortable for me. He got to a point where he know me as well. Hey, I'm coming to the dealership to get a car. I don't want to go in that back room and have to sign nothing. Nope. Have it all sitting. Have it all sit here. I sign and I go. Mm-hmm. Or I sign and I pick the car up when it's ready. Yeah. So these are the things, like I say, the relationships that we build. Everything we do in life is building relationships to business to even, you know, just everyday walk of life. Yeah. When you go to the same grocery store with that same line in the clerk. She know you. He know you. Hey, how you doing? You know, blah, blah. Oh, you ain't mm-hmm. get this today. You must, you know. Right. They get to know. They get to know you. You may not know them personally, mm-hmm. but they get to know you. They get to know your habits. They get to know, you know, things of that nature. And we got to take that and apply it into our business. Yeah, we, 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 have, we, to. we have to apply it. We have to. 
if I go to a to a client's business and I say, and I know, oh wait, they like this edged every two weeks. Mm-hmm. They don't want to edge every week because they got this fresh concrete. Right. So do it every two weeks. Or I say, you know what? I know they don't want this edge on here hitting this concrete. Let me just take the whip and do it. Mm-hmm. Because customer relation. And then they look at that and say, oh, he went that extra mile. Now, we done built a good rapport. They, they think I done went out of my way to do that because, mm-hmm. hey, this, this edge is chipping up my new concrete in my parking lot. Right. I don't want to chip away Edge ain't gonna tear up a concrete, but they don't know that. Right. Yeah. So, but just to make them comfortable, I used to uh, I used to trimmer. Mm-hmm. Now they telling their partners that own probably a multi million. Hey, this guy goes the extra mile. Mm-hmm. So now I got me another client. Yeah, the referral is starting to come this, in. The refer- yeah. And then I get him. He say, Hey, use this guy because he does this. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the point where you say, Hey, you know what? Slow down. I. I I can't de- I can't get to you about this, but you know, you're a little too far. Well, you, my man said you do a good job. Yeah, but you out of my service area. Right. But to my mama, they don't care. She out yeah. of my service area. I still got to go do that. Yeah, yeah. That, that, <laughs> your service area is uh, always her service. Area. Yeah. I mean, goodness <laughs> gracious, I mean, you out of the area. <laughs> you're more than ten minutes away from the from, from the shop. <laughs> Look, look, son, look, I, I got the lawnmower in the garage. You go ahead and just use that. Don't even bring your stuff. She didn't get that lawnmower away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some kid walking up and down the street with that lawnmower. <laughs> uh, my son got a commercial equipment. He going to cut He going to do it for us, right? <laughs> yeah. But our relationships are important. Yes. I try my best to keep my relationships grand and golden. Yeah. You know, my integrity means more to me than the money. It does, yeah. The money's going to come as long as my integrity is there with the business. Yeah. And I tell people all the time, well, yeah, I can do this for you. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you got to tell them that's a waste of money. Right. And they'd be like, if they insist on it, okay. Yeah. And then they come back, yeah, you know what? You told me that. Yeah. The educational piece is really hard. Yeah, really hard. that's, That's where I think. I thrive because I try to educate my. Yeah. I try to educate my, my, my clients. Yeah. You know, customers, I try to educate them before they become clients. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, you know, some last couple, no, don't tell them that. Don't do this. Why not? Right. You, you need to. They, they need to understand what I'm doing. Right. If they say they don't want to know and, hey, just do what you do, I go do what I do. Right. But people will appreciate knowing how their money is spent. Right. So I have a I have a client that wanted some hedges trimmed and all this. She's dual residence. And I told her, well, I'll send you that. She said, don't matter what it costs, just going to do it. Yeah. I said, I'll send you the estimate anyway so you don't be sticker shot. You know what you're spending your right. money on. And she said, well, I can appreciate that. Yeah. She appreciated that. I'm saying I'm taking the time to let you know what's going on mm-hmm. so it doesn't bother you. And But see, that's the key because – once you actually, that's professionalism. We show them what's going on, how things are happening, what's going on, what's the price, what's, what we're doing here. And they really appreciate that. And especially when you're doing these flower beds. I mean, let's be realistic. The cost of a hostel has went up more than triple. From, oh, my goodness. Yeah. From, from three years ago. Yeah. And you want a flower bed, and I'm about to plant this flower. You need to know 
you paying any for a medium sized hostel, you paying anywhere from twelve to fifteen dollars. Yeah, easy. Yeah. For a good one. Now yeah. if you find you one that's dying, you may get it for seven to eight and then yeah. put it in and hope and it'd be back next year. Mm-hmm. But and and a lot of times I sold that to clients like, hey, let's get these flowers that's dying is at a cheaper price. Right. Because they're gonna be back these plants rather. Right, they'll be back. Yeah, the perennials yeah. that they'll be back next mm-hmm. year. I said, you get them when they're going out or they're dying, they ain't been watered enough, so they're going to give it to you for a discounted price. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I want this. Okay. Right. You'll be paying that extra cost. <laughs> you, you, yeah. I, I'm just trying to tell you, we're at the end of the season anyway. And right. Then, you know, these plants, are they ain't been in the ground. Yeah. So, But they appreciate the relationship that you, you take the time to say, hey. Look, let's get these dead perennials. Yeah. Because they're going to come back. We're going to get these dead lilies, these dead dead, or dying. Dying, yeah. Dead last throughout the year, but they ain't going to look as good. Right. But then when they come back next year. Oh, they come back strong. You miracle growing them. Yeah. And you're doing everything you're supposed to do. You put them in the dirt right, first right. of all. Yeah. Then they come back and they be popped. They be, ah, oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. I should have lit. I'm glad I listened to you. Mm-hmm. But see, that's building more relationships. Right, and it goes a long that's way. That's building more relationships. Long way. And then you get the neighbors like, well, why her stuff looking like that? Right. <laughs> well, she decided to pay that. You right. Know, you, you didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> right. But they listen. Yeah. See, and that's the whole key. They listen. You know, because I can say I had this one client that uh, we're sitting here, we're we're power raking. So <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing a power raking for the spring cleanup. And I had to explain to him that we oversee it as well. And we need to oversee that we're power raking because it's not going to really even make any sense. Man. But they said they didn't want to oversee. So we said, well, you know, this is not going to look the way that you want it to look. But you still have to understand when you're power raking any time that it's not going to look good when we're done. It's going to look bald head. It sure is. So you got to give it some time. And you're going to have about 15 to 20 bags of dead grass. Yes, indeed. You're going to have that. But you have to understand that. And then we know. But at the same time, you know. When we're when we're doing this power raking or or even overseeding, now you have to follow more instructions. And we're telling you when we're telling you when we're overseeding these yards to make it come back in in 14 days or so you to for us for it to generate. um, You have to understand that you have to water that grass every day. My God, I'm glad you said that because I got a client that I I went I I power raked, I seed it. And he only watered the bare spots. He didn't water oh, the whole lot. He's like, well, why my lawn is green in these spots and not green? Not green I said, you got to put some water on it. <laughs> I mean, none of, none of us want to pay that water bill. Not at all. But you got to put some water on it. Yeah. If you're going to pay a professional company come cut your grass, please water your grass right. so it looks good. Yeah. You're making my work look bad. Right. You know, you know I'm, I'm going <laughs> cutting dust. Yeah. <laughs> or, hey, hey these something. things, I mean, I'll be like, oh, my God, please. Custom water. I have personally called and text yeah. customers. And please say, water. Cut the water on. Yeah. Cut yeah. And it's sometimes I went by and said, you know what? I can't even cut it because it ain't grown. Eh? Yeah. You know? And they call, well, why didn't you cut? Because you ain't got nothing to cut. Right. You got some hay down yeah, here trust now. Trust me. I want to cut because I can charge you for cutting. Right. But if I, I can't cut it, I can't charge you. Yeah. And I, But 
I just you, you can't cut something that ain't grown because they ain't putting no water. They think you know nature. Nature, they're gonna wait for nature they're to gonna do wait its for job, nature. and you can't do that. Only grass that does that is the city of Detroit grass. Right, you yeah. gotta be in the inner city of Detroit. Yeah, and you ain't gotta water your grass. They have some of the prettiest grass. Yeah, in the world. yeah, they do. Why well, yeah. I don't know. It's just but a Detroit thing. They have some of the prettiest grass in the world, and they never cut it, ain't water, ain't do nothing. Then when they do get cut up, like wow, that looked like a baseball field. Yeah, exactly. You know, but. We go through these things, you know, but it all depends on the type of relationship you have with that it customer. Does, yeah. Because I got come, some clients that I just don't, I communicate with them, mm-hmm. but I really don't even see them. Mm-hmm. But then I got some clients that they hired me, mm-hmm. they want to see me. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's a lot of those. And, and when yeah. I come, come on the yard or we, we out there, they... They come out, they talk they to you. They want to see, yeah, they're yeah. happy, excited. How you doing, Mrs. Such and Such? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I get that next week. Don't worry about it. I got you on the schedule, you know. Uh-huh. Or you're two weeks out, but she's going to come out every time you see you. You got me now? Yeah. I got you. Just don't, just want to see you. That's yeah, they, they all. Just, just want to see you. They, they hired you. They want to talk to you. Yeah. You know, especially the old retired ones. They, oh, yeah. They yeah. come and they watch you cut the grass yeah. and everything else. I got one uh, retired dentist. He loved to see me cut his grass. Oh, yeah. He said, I just like to come home because you edge it up so nicely. You cut it. Mm. It looks so pretty when you're done. Oh, my goodness. And, and he, he sit in the window and watch us cut. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's refreshing to a lot but of But then right across the street, they just cut it. Yeah. Just cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just keep it going. As <laughs> yeah. long as I ain't got to cut it, just cut right, it. Right, just get it going. <laughs> I don't care your edge it. Right. Just, just cut it, you know. But relationships. Yeah. But then they, they're the type of client to say, hey, I want this. They they just say they want it. They don't want to. They don't care about the cost. No, just, no, no. Just I do want it. this. Yeah. Well, it's going to be this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Every I, time I send them an estimate, approve, go ahead. Yeah, because I know you're going to do a fantastic job. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. But every rating is not a good rating. Every business is not a relationship is not a good relationship. Not at all. And we all didn't have the ones where they're never satisfied no matter what you do. Yeah. You got the ones that's always trying to get something extra. Something extra or, or trying to get, you know, one thing I don't do is I don't haggle my prices. Exactly. Price is the price. If I tell you this, this is what it's going to cost because I done factored in. The discount already. Mm-hmm. I done factored in the cost that I had to pay for employees to do, mm-hmm. the gas. I done factored in the material cost, the labor cost. So when I give you the price, I'm giving you the best price. Right. And then when I write up the estimate, I'm showing you what I discounted it from. Yeah. Exactly. But one thing I do on my estimates and discount is only good for 15 days. Yes, yes. It's only good for 15 days. Yeah. If you don't accept this within 15 days, this is the price. Yeah, we got to redo because it. Because materials are subject to change at any time. Yes, yes. I can't give you 30 days because what if I'm doing a flower bed with timber? Oh, my goodness. The timber yeah, price may fluctuate yeah. in, in, in three minutes. Yeah. What are you talking about? 30 days. Right, before you pick it up. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it didn't happen to me. Yeah. I didn't have to eat labor costs on some things, especially when I'm doing concrete, when I'm oh. doing driveways. You put in a driveway or you, you tear it out, one day it's this price, 
the next day it then doubled. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not the big companies just doing expressways, so they right. get, they getting maybe 150, 200 trucks a day. Yeah. So I'm on a way down on the list. Right. Hoping to get the, the the one truck with a half load for a driveway. Yeah, you don't have the resources just like they do. Yeah. Well, folks, checking with the engineer, we got one minute left. This is the law of the land where we talk about everything from landscaping to life. I mean, it's brought to you by Triple I Landscaping and Sherman's Lawn Maintenance. Lawn Care, excuse me, because he's about to reach over and slap me across the head. <laughs> <laughs> So, but this is these are some things that we have. We we welcome callers. We welcome education things, and you can teach us something. We don't know it all. We're not trying to say we know it all. No, but these don't. are the things that got us through. I mean, some of the things that we have done, some of the things we have learned, and a lot of things of experience that's like, uh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But this is this place where you can learn it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to put it on the air. We're going to put it on paper. And always feel free to call in. Remember, next time, we'll see you next week at 8.30 p.m. on Wednesday. Welcome to Spearman's Lawn Care, where quality and customer service is our